Hey there, this is Siddharth Rajshikar and I want to welcome you to the Business Impact Podcast. The podcast for those who want to create a dent in the universe by leveraging the power of entrepreneurship and building businesses with a higher purpose. Here's where we dive into the lives of successful entrepreneurs and learn from them lessons on innovative thinking, personal productivity, overcoming challenges, getting stuff done and more importantly, getting ready for the future. I'm glad you're here and once again, strap onto your seatbelts while we dive into yet another inspiring story that can change the course of your life. Today, we are going to be getting into the interesting story of somebody who was in $100,000 in debt, uh, who was living a completely unfulfilled life until he attended one event back in the year 2004. 18 months after that event, he had completely transformed his life and he started uh, speaking in different parts of the world. He's an international best-selling author of the book, Face It and Fix It, and also featured on many top TV channels. I'm talking about Mac Atterham here, who is one of the lead trainers of the Millionaire Mind Intensive program, which happens across the world. The Millionaire Mind Intensive is one of the most proven success programs, which happens for three days uh, in different parts of the world, which has been crafted by T. Harv Ecker and which actually dives into the whole concept of money and changing your money blueprint so that you can live a more fulfilled life when it comes to attracting more wealth in your life. Now, Mac Atram is uh, he's actually living his mission. He's living his destiny. And in today's episode, we're going to be diving into his personal story of struggles, uh, the personal habits that he lives by, and how he made those pattern shifts in his life, which completely changed the course of his life. He's a family man. If some of you don't know, he's a black belt martial artist, uh, and he has a very strong morning, morning regimen, which has actually helped him achieve all the success that he has uh, achieved over the last few years. So let's dive straight in and get to the story of Mac Atram. It's going to completely blow your minds away. Okay, welcome everybody to the next episode of the Business Impact Podcast. And today I have someone very, very special, somebody that I've been personally inspired by watching him on stage and inspiring so many people across uh, India. Uh, I'm talking about Mac Atram here, who went from $100,000 in debt to complete financial freedom. And he's one of the top millionaires right now, who's teaching other business owners on how to you know, walk the same path and live a life of, of purpose and freedom. Uh, Mac has also started businesses, sold businesses. He's an investor and he's also an international best-selling author of the book, Face It and Fix It. And he's also been featured on many TV channels. So it's my honor and privilege to have on the show, Mac Atram. Thanks for uh, being on the show, Mac. It's great uh, having you here. Sid, thank you, for, thank you for inviting me onto the show. It's good to um, talk after a little while, huh? Yes, it's, uh, you know, I have to say that uh, after watching you on stage, after attending some of your events here in India, especially the Millionaire Mind Intensive, I have to say that uh, uh, I really needed to do this podcast to bring out your message and your personal story out to the world and many others who are not getting that, that scoop of, of uh, your life. So I'm so glad that we are doing this together today, Mac. Awesome. Thank you for the invitation. I'm really looking forward to it. Yes. So, uh, you know, as in any podcast that I do, uh, I would like to start off with understanding uh, your journey, your story, uh, your path of struggles, because I've been through your website and I know you also shared some of these uh, stories uh, in your speaking, uh, you know, uh, when you're on stage. Uh, but I would like you to just dive a little deeper to uh, let us know, let, let my audience also know, uh, how did your journey begin? How, 
you know, what was your sure. situation, you know, in 100K debt to now, you know, being a millionaire, investing in multiple companies? So you can- thank you very much. Well, good question there. I mean, for me, like a lot of people, I was, uh, my parents always said, you know, go to school, study hard, get a good, secure job. And um, like a good child, I did exactly that. And I qualified to um, degree. In, I got a master's degree in business administration. Um, and I worked for uh, three corporate companies over a period of 10 years. Mm. And I had this burning desire that actually I was stuck within the company. And although I changed different, to different companies and different roles, I was, I was still unsatisfied, unfulfilled. I felt there must be more than just going to work, going to work, going to work, do what, what your boss says. So mm. I wanted to take my destiny in my own hands, as they say. And um, I started an a internet company, an IT company. Okay. And, um, and not knowing what I didn't know, I, you know, I worked very hard and uh, I thought I was doing all the right things. And I, often I say to people, Sid, that mm. <laughs> academic success doesn't equal entrepreneurial success. I'm sure you would agree with me. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> it's a different yeah. set of skills. And what happened was I, um, I, I did, um, we had 12 employees and working really hard. And what happened was something went wrong and uh, my partners kind of cheated, with, cheated on me in terms of money and disappeared. I had three different partners, uh, two different partners, including myself. And one day I, I came to the office and they're not there. And I, I'm phoning them. They're not answering my call. I go to their house. I knock on the door. They, and suddenly that, you know, but when I looked at the finances, it was a mess. Mm. But anyway, it, it meant that I had to work hard to fix the whole situation. Okay. And I ended up working 70 hours a week, 80 hours a week sometimes, 90 hours a week sometimes just to make sure that I had enough funds and cash flow to pay my staff and keep the business operating. Okay. And it was, for me, it was the lowest point in my life because that time, I was um, only newly married for just a few short years and myself and my wife had a, a, um, a child um, and she was very young and she and my wife at the time was also pregnant with our second child. Okay. And two, th- three years have gone by where I hadn't really spent much time with my wife and with my child. Mm. And it, it, I got to a place where I started to think, is this, is this it? That okay, I'm working my own business. I, I have the the, you know, the the time to do what I want, but I the business has taken over my life, and uh, I'm not enjoying it. Mm. I am stressed out. I am <laughs> my health is deteriorating. I'm not seeing my family, and I remember just parking my car once and just uh, sitting there and thinking, there must be more to life than this. Mm. And in that moment, I realized that the mind that created my situation at that time, I was thinking that can't be the same mind that takes me out of my situation. Do you understand what I'm saying here? Sid? Absolutely. Yeah? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm lucky enough that I found um, uh, books to read and I started on this personal development journey to uh, attending seminars, attending workshops. And, and, and within a few, within 18 months, in terms of the mentors I had, the teachers I was learning from, 
uh, people like T.R. Becker, Blair Singer, Robert Kiyosaki, all these people, mm. suddenly my thing started to change. And one critical thing that changed for me was the event called the Millionaire Mind Intensive. Mm. Okay. I didn't know, Sid, that the, my, my mind was set up in a way that I was always going to be losing money, regardless of how hard I worked. Mm. And in that critical um, course, that seminar, after I did that, and I started applying a lot of stuff from there and other places and books I was reading, within 18 months, I started to change my business around. I started to invest in real estate property. Mm. Eventually, I sold my business. But within 18 months, I was financially free, Sid. Wow. Which year was this, uh, Mac? Which year did this you- was, yeah. So this was 2004 mm. that I did the Millionaire Mind Intensive. 2004. Okay. I remember it very well because that's a, a, a month. It was November okay. 2004. Mm. I, I flew to Los Angeles in the USA. I live in London. Okay. And I, that's a month I'll never forget because that month really started. To, I, I got big shifts and big breakthroughs. I suddenly had the ahas as to this is how I'm, I've been living my life. And if I continue that way, I'm not going to get the kind of success or fulfillment that I'm. Awesome. I just want to you know, uh, dwell a little bit on this. Uh, what were the patterns of your life uh, before the event? And what patterns did you change after the event? Are you able to recollect, uh, you know, maybe when it comes to yeah, mindset or internal dialogue? Sure, yeah. yeah, definitely. I mean, the kind of mindset I, I had was, and, and one of the things I learned in the Millionaire Mind Intensive as well was that my blueprint um, which we'll, we'll talk about the MMI mm. is my blueprint was set up in a way that I thought to make money or to become wealthy, you had to work hard. And guess what? I worked really, really hard. Mm. And I saw where did that come from? Obviously we are all programmed in certain ways, but my, certainly my parents were hard workers. They worked hard, but they were never wealthy. So I naturally thought no, to make money, you have to work hard. So my mindset was around that. Um, and also the other thing I felt was that um, often I would promise things to clients in terms, yes, I'll get it done by this time, and I would not deliver by that time. Mm. So what, one thing I learned is, you know, to, yes, to promise, but also to deliver, do whatever it takes. Mm. So there were some habits or the habits that I had which weren't success habits, and what these courses and these books I was reading, and especially The Millionaire Mind, taught me that I had to start developing the right habits around life, around relationships, around money. Mm. And once I started developing those habits and sticking to those habits, I started, think, I started to see things change and I started to see a transformation, which was gradual, which slowly, slowly, but it happened. Mm. And... I'm, I'm so glad that at that moment in time, I made those decisions to change my life instead of just um, staying with the status quo and just going with a day-to-day. Amazing. It's, it's, it's awesome how one event can make a whole difference to one's life. And you know, in your case, uh, the before and after, and that 18-month journey after the event is what uh, changed everything for you, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. One one of the key things, Sid, people say to me, but Mac, you know, you came from hundred thousand US dollars in debt to to financially free in eighteen months. How did you do it? 
And let me give you a very quick thing. Yes. One of, I, was, I was hard working anyway, so I, don't, I didn't mind working hard. Mm. But whatever, when I, the, the business I was running, I was working hard in that, but certainly it wasn't giving me the financial results that I, I was um, looking for. Mm. But one thing I learned through the Millionaire Mind Intensive and some other advanced courses with T.R. Vecker was that wealthy people actually do things in a certain way. Okay. They invest in a certain way. They do business in a certain way. And, mm. you know, my MBA, my master's degree in business administration had prepared me for, okay, middle management, a senior management role, which I had, mm. but it didn't pre- prepare me to, for the street smart, entrepreneurial, wealthy way of thinking. And so once I learned those strategies, I thought, okay, let me apply those things. And I started applying those things around business and around real estate property. And month after month, things started to change in my cash flow. And yeah, so for me, it was just amazing to learn those principles. And I like what you said, you don't know what you don't know. Exactly. <laughs> and so for me, once I learned those things, it just made all the difference. In fact, uh, you know, leading from this question, I just wanted to ask you, can anybody become an entrepreneur in today's world? Because some people, especially in India, I know some of them have this notion that uh, maybe I'm not uh, uh, the type, the entrepreneurial type. I'm better off working for somebody. Uh, so my question is, is there something, is that a, a self-limiting belief or is it uh, something that you have noticed over the, over the years, you know, meeting different people? Some people can change their mindset uh, and get on the entrepreneurial journey. Yeah, I'll give you my take on this, um, Sid. Yes. I, I think, you know, if, if someone um, is in a job, they're happy in that job, they love that career, that's all they ever want to do, mm. then fine. Okay. But if, then stick with it, then that's fine. Um, but if you are looking for more in your life and you want to be the best of yourself, mm. you want to be, you want to get, use your universal God-given talents to be the best of yourself, so you look back in your life, you know, when you're 70 years of age, 80, 80 years of age, 90 years of age, and you think, did I do everything that I could have done? Mm. Did I live my life fully? Did I have the freedom to have time with my family, with my friends? Did I create the kind of income and wealth that I wanted? And did I live the lifestyle that I want? Mm. Now, if a job will provide you that, then fine, stick with it. Now, if you're looking for more, I think the entrepreneurial journey is a good one. Mm. Now, in answer to your question, I believe it's business and entrepreneurialism is a learned skill. You can learn how to do business. Awesome. I was doing business badly and I learned how to do it the correct way. Mm. So it's a learned skill. Just like you can learn to play football or you can learn to play golf, you can learn how to do business. Some people believe that, you know, the entrepreneurs are born um, rather than they, they, they grow into that um, ability. And I, I, in my experience, you know, there are, I've seen so many entrepreneurs. I'm a business coach. I, I, I coach people. Mm. Um, but once you know the methods and the methodology and you are willing to apply those methods or those principles and those strategies, mm. you'll get the results. Um, so it's a learned skill. So I, I think I love entrepreneurism and, um, and I love being with entrepreneurs and I believe everyone can be if they want it. 
Mm. And what recently I was having a discussion with someone that, mm. um, you know, we are, you know, especially, you know, in India, growing economy, which is fantastic. Some of the most intelligent people on the planet are in India, mm. right? Yes. Which is great. Yeah. So, but the thing is, the conversation I was having, my friend, was this. If we, you didn't have this kind of economy like we have in the UK or you have in India, and these, all these jobs weren't set up mm. that you can apply for a job, guess what? In order to feed your family, in order to have the lifestyle you want, you would start creating some goods or services or products that you would naturally go out and sell. Mm. That's entrepreneur. You know, so if you couldn't get a job, suddenly people will say, okay, let me be smart about this. Instead of being hungry, I can't feed my family. Let mm. me see what services, let me, let me see what value I can add to other people whereby right. they like my goods, they like my products, they like my services, and they'll pay me for that value. That's all, that's all entrepreneurs are doing. Exactly. Mm. That's amazing. So yeah, I believe everyone can learn it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's uh, very encouraging actually. It's a business and entrepreneurism is a learned skill. I mean, that's, absolutely. It's certainly a learnable skill. Mm. Great. So uh, my next uh, you know, question along the same lines is uh, you were mentioning in your story that you were working long hours uh, and then you, it, it, it occurred to you at one point in your life that you had to make some changes. Uh, and uh, you had mentioned about finding one's uh, destiny. Like in your case, you found your calling or, fi or finding one's passion. Is there any yeah. method that you have that you can share on how does one find their passion or find one's destiny while they're still at their job? or they're, they're still working the, the paycheck to paycheck? Yeah, good question. Good question, Sid. Mm. And it's something I've pondered over for a while. Mm. And uh, for me, I'll tell you what my, let me tell you what my purpose is, why my, what my mission is on this sure. earth. Mm. Um, let me do that as a starting point mm. and then elaborate further. Yeah. So for me, I really didn't know. I went into the IT business because I thought it was a, a growing uh, industry. Yeah, I can make money there. But it was 2005 when I did, a, in January 2005, I did one of the TR Vecker's advanced programs. Mm. When I did that program, I realized that my, in, in going through the whole program, I found out my mission is to inspire educate and empower people to live a life of joy, courage, passion, and purpose. Again, to inspire, educate, and empower people to live a life of joy, courage, passion, and purpose. Awesome. And so what happened was, although when I became financially free and you know, I, started make, I started making a lot of money and I didn't have to work anymore, and I became a millionaire, I... So I took some time out. I took about a year out and I wasn't really doing much. You know, I had a few consultants consultation calls or I spent a lot of time with my family. Mm. But inside what happened was I realized that although I had all this time, inside I was dying. Mm. I don't know if that makes it. Inside I felt, mm. wow, I have all this freedom, but I feel I'm, I, now I still feel unfulfilled. I feel there's mm. something missing. Yes. Mm. And then I turned back to my mission and my mission, and I, it, it was like a slap in the face that 
you are not living your mission right now, which is to inspire, educate, empower people to live a life of joy, courage, passion, and purpose. Mm. And in that moment, I decided, look, I am going to dedicate now the rest of my life to help as many people around the world have more, um, have more financial freedom, have the, the life they desire, have more happiness, have more joy. Mm. And so that's what I've been doing. So, you know, since, so for the last six, seven, seven years or so, let me say 2009, when I made that critical clear mm. that I'm going to dedicate my, a lot of opportunities started to open up for me. So now I've traveled to over 25 countries. I've taught, um, various courses like the Millionaire Mind Intensive, and I taught my business programs to helping people in line with that mission that I, I, I live. Although I don't have to do it. I have businesses. I don't have to do it. I can just focus on my business. But do you know what? Mm. For me, that's a selfish outlook. Mm. That there are people who, who are not availed to this information, and I really want to help them. I really want to avail them to, look, you can have your mindset and say, you think you know what you're doing. You think you have all the answers. Mm. But hey, if you are not getting the results that you really, really want, if, you're not have, if you don't have the lifestyle that you want, if you don't have the kind of money and financial success that you want, if you don't have the kind of relationships that you really, really want, if you don't have the kind of peace and inner balance that you really, really want, then there's something you do not know. Mm. Exactly. That's right. That's so true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's something you don't do not know. And your, your ego will say, yes, I can do it all by myself. Mm. But guess what? If you could do it all by yourself and you could have created all those successes by yourself, you would, you would have done it already. Exactly. And if you haven't done it already, just let the ego step aside and say, look, I'm ready to, I'm ready to learn. I'm ready to take my life forward. So that's what, that's what I say to people. You know, just if you don't know, then find a book, find, find a mentor, find a course, find a program that can show you the way and follow it and apply it. Mm. So true. So definitely the mission statement, uh, a personal mission statement is so important to be the guide at every stage in life, like you just mentioned. Yeah, definitely. I mean, every, any opportunity, like yourself, probably I get opportunities to be involved in various um, charities and various businesses and various programs all over the world. And often I have to say no to them because guess what? They do not match my mission and I don't get involved in things that don't match my mission in terms of what I, the statement I've said. Yes. So, you know, when the, you know, the, the Harveka, and when my friends Suren and, and Praveen in, in India say, look, Matt, would you come and speak in India? Mm. And can you talk to people about wealth creation, business development, improving their life? Getting it? For me, I look at my mission. Does it fit? Yes, it fits. I will be there. I will be there. I'll find a way, whatever it takes, and I'll be there because that's, that's how I live. That's what I want to do. Mm. Amazing. And so one of the questions, yeah, one of the questions you asked is how do people find their their passion. mission? Yeah, mission, uh, mission. Yeah, yes. mission and passion. You know, I think I, I've met some people who love what they do and they believe well, this is it, you know, and um and and they do that day to day. But a lot of them don't make the kind of money that they really want to, and they don't have the lifestyle, although they found what they believe they should be doing. And mm. one of the courses that we do 
is um, one of the advanced courses that Tiaveka does is um, a program called Mission to Millions, which we talk about at the, uh, the Yemen Millionaire Mind Intensive, mm. where you will really truly discover what your mission is. You know, because some people find it by accident, but a lot of them don't make any money. But once you, what we cleverly do is that we help you discover your mission and your passion. Mm. But guess what? We also match it to the marketplace right. and say, actually, your mission and passion, are people willing to pay for that? And if they are, these are the people who are willing to pay for that. If it's not, if they, if it doesn't match the marketplace, let's find it, what, what it really is so that you can live your mission and passion, but mm. also you're in the right place that people actually want to pay for the value that you have to provide. So we help people do that. That's awesome. I mean, that's so true because you may have a passion in something, but you need a market to consume that or you need to yeah. even have the expertise. Like in some cases, people may have a passion, but they may not have the, uh, the enough expertise to, uh, you know, to, to take it to the finish line, for example. So Very true. That's, that's so I, I think this program is, uh, if all your listeners are out there, uh, when you're attending the next Millennium Mind Intensive event, you know, make sure you check that out and get more information on that if you are still seeking out for you know, what's your destiny, what's your purpose. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So I, I have another question related to this because in India, I've seen a lot of uh, you know, uh, second generation, third generation entrepreneurs, uh, family run businesses who are continuing what their their fathers has been doing, what their forefathers have been doing. So, and I think right now we're at a stage where you know India is growing; it's the next uh, you know big economy. Uh, so many different opportunities are coming. So, uh, with related to this, I just wanted your thought or opinion where uh, if there's somebody who's in the family business but they are not feeling in alignment to what their father did or what their grandfather did. What kind of advice or have you thought about this? Because India has a lot of these family run businesses. Yeah. 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 I have thought about it and I've worked with family run businesses mm. and, um, <laughs> and in, in one instance, um, I could tell you a story about that, but let me give you my, my input. Sure. I think every human being needs to must live the life that they were born to live. Mm. That's what my belief is. Yes. And I think there's nothing worse than, you know, you get, when you get very old or you, you know, you're maybe you're 80, 90, hundred years of age and you're sitting, you're lying, maybe, I don't want to say it, but lying in your deathbed mm. and having all these regrets that I, I could have lived my life this way and I didn't. I could have helped all these people and I didn't. I could have been more supportive to my family and I wasn't. Mm. I could have created, I, I really wanted to dance and really entertain people and I didn't. But I was told to be an accountant and I went and been an accountant and I didn't enjoy it. Mm. Now, so let, let me, so I think everybody must look at their life and say, actually, when I get to that age, what regrets am I going to have? And if you're going to have any regrets, then make a decision to say, look, let me live my life now. Mm. Let me live the life that I really, that really brings me alive and I'm able to serve people and help a lot of people and get, and live the lifestyle I want. So let me take it back to your question about family run businesses and second, third generation yes. taking over the business. I think it's a difficult situation. And I think when you really, really know who you are and what you really, really want, I mm. think, and you have the boldness to speak to your parents and say, 
Look, I know you worked really, really hard for many years, for decades, building this business. And I know you want the family to take over and run it. Mm. But I, I don't believe I have the skill set. I don't believe I have the passion to do, the, to take it to the next stage that, like you have. Mm. And I think, you know, I'm more than willing to uh, oversee it. And I think let's find a CEO. Let's find someone who can really run the organization. Mm. I can still be a shareholder. I can still overlook things, but I, my passion lies in this. And I think this is where God wants me to spend my time or the universe wants me to spend my time. I think you've got, still got to show respect to your parents. Right. But have the confidence to say, look, um, I respect you and I love you and I honor you mm. and the work that you've um, created and the business that you've created and, and the love that you show for our family. However, this is not me. This is you. Mm. That's awesome. That's it's a difficult one, right? It's a difficult one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a difficult one, but I think it's building that confidence just to say your truth. Mm. That's that's a very advice. Yeah. Yeah. But ultimately, you know, if you do like the business and you enjoy the business and you think it adds a lot of value, there may be um, an area of the business that is you. Maybe it's not the general manager or the CEO, mm. but maybe you like marketing. Yes. Mm. Maybe you like the sales side. So you can still be involved, but if it's totally business is not for you, and you, you can't see yourself getting involved in that, then you must live your own life, not someone else's life, because you will have regrets in many years to come. Mm. That's awesome. Great, Mac. I mean, this is a very good input. I'm sure all your listeners out there who are probably in this situation, it's a good piece of advice there, which you can ponder over, think about it, and then uh, you know, take your decision, which uh, you know, based on what your calling is. Awesome. Yeah. So I just want to you know, shift gears uh, to finances now uh, because I understand even from your story, uh, you know, fixing up your, uh, or your personal and business finances is what caused a shift in your lifestyle later on. So yes. can we dive a little bit into you know, how does one fix their messy finances if they have not been managing on their personal side, whether they be on the business side? Maybe you can take it in two parts. Uh, what are the patterns that you see on uh, what is disempowering when it comes to the financial side? Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you uh, for that question. Mm. One thing I realized from the Millionaire Mind Intensive is that, as I said earlier, because we at the Millionaire Mind Intensive, we talk about your personal blueprint, your personal success, money and success blueprint. Mm. And all of us have a money and success blueprint already ingrained within our subconscious mind. Mm. It's already there. And, you know, one of the sayings that T.R. Becker is renowned for on TV, on radio, is often he'll say, give me five minutes with anyone and I will predict your financial future for the rest of your life. <laughs> now, yeah. how, does he, how does he predict your financial future just in five minutes for the rest of your life? Well, it's this money and success blueprint because just in a short conversation around money and wealth, um, what happens is we, I, get to, I will get to understand that where you are, where your blueprint is. And I can tell you, I will tell you as well within five minutes that you are set for 
a high level income of income and wealth, a mediocre level of income or wealth, or very low, very low um, standard of income and wealth. Mm. Now, it's this blueprint. Now, when I discovered that my blueprint was set, it was already set mm. subconsciously for a low level, mm. I, that, that, that gave me a wake-up call. That gave me a wake-up call that if I continue in the habits that are already developed, mm. I'm going to be working very, very hard and not really achieving the lifestyle or the wealth that I really, really wanted. Mm. And so, that Millionaire Mind Intensive, we, it's this blueprint. We spent quite a bit of time, and you will know, you yes. will discover for a lot of people coming into the room the very, for the very first time in their life mm. where they are set. It's like, um, let me give you an example. It's like uh, having a, you know, in a thermostat. You know, if you, if you have a thermostat in a room that controls the, the air conditioning or the heating, right. what happens if that thermostat is set for a certain um, um, temperature? So maybe it's set at 21 um, degrees Celsius. And... It's set. So that room will be regulated at 21 degrees Celsius. Regular, so if, somebody, if it's a hot day outside mm. and someone opens a window, it's going to get very hot, even warmer in the room, right? Mm. Yes. Correct. Now, now it's got very warm in the room. If they close that window again, mm. the, is, there, is there a good chance that that thermostat will kick in, regulate the room back to 21 degrees? Exactly. Yes. Now, that's right. So what we do here, what we do at a Millionaire Mind Intensive is say, look, you, your thermostat is set here. And the good news is this. We will give you the tools to reset your thermostat to a higher level of income and wealth. Mm. If we don't give you the tools and you don't apply those tools, guess what? Your thermostat will stay exactly where it is. So all we're doing, we're going to increase your thermostat your blueprint so you can attract a lot more money, a lot more wealth, a lot more income into your life. Mm. And I've been through every single stage of this. So, um, so when I'm talking to people, I'm, I'm talking passionately because I know it works. Mm. And we have trained millions of people around the world to follow, mm. follow this system. The other thing you, so, that, so the first point is, the blue, money and success blueprint, which blueprint. yes, within our success, within our subconscious mind. Mm. Now, one of the tools we'll give you is a money management system. And okay. we, we tell you about this money management system and the MMI. When you follow the money, money, money management system, mm. guess what? Even if you've always been broke and really have no money, guess what? When you start following that, after a few weeks, after a few months, you realize that, hey, actually, I've got money. Even if it's a little bit, but that because of the system you're following now, that money will start to grow and you'll attract a lot more money. But yeah, I mean, we don't have the time for me to go through the entire system here. Yes. So if, you're, if that's of interest to any of the listeners here, make sure you are there because we'll give you that um, system. Yes. Simple, but very, very effective system. And that's, it, saved my, it saved my financial life. Mm. That's great. Thank you. So, uh, so the money blueprint is, is what can actually change everything on the personal side. And the same, does the same apply even to business? Yes, definitely. Mm. Yes, definitely. Because here's the thing. Your 
business, one, one's business can only grow to the extent that they grow. Okay. You see, if your mindset is not at a higher level, guess what? Your business will not be at a high level. Right. You know, because yeah, it, it, the success of the business really depends on the success of that person. The person. So I say to people, look, so, you know, I have many clients and so, some of them when they first come to me and say, oh, my, my marketplace is very, very tough. My industry is tough, really, really tough. Mm. And I listen and I, we, we start coaching them. My organization coaches them. And one of the questions we ask is this. Okay, tell, tell me some of the successful companies within your industry. Mm. Okay, good. So within that industry, you're telling me these companies are doing really, really well. Yeah. Okay. So why isn't your company doing really, really well? And they, we start to talk about it. And what they discover is mm. that this com- these, this company, we, what we discover is that industry, mm. there are going to be good performers and they're going to be poor performers. Mm. But guess what? It always boils down to the business owner. Right. It, so this is what I'm saying. If the business, you, your business can only grow to the extent that you do as a human being. Awesome. So if you, yeah, if you grow your mindset, if you grow your, your success blueprints, if you like, your money blueprint, if you follow what the principles we teach around business, around life, around relationships, guess what? You're growing as a person. Mm. That means the kind of people that you, you attract into your business, both clients and employees will change. Your relationships with your clients and your employees will change. Mm. The way you treat money and cash flow within your business will change for the better. That means you'll be able to increase your sales, you'll be able to stay more profitable and have a better business because you have grown yourself first. Excellent, excellent. That's an awesome uh, uh, tip, Mac. I mean, that's like the, the core of, uh, you know, of personal success and business success. That's, that's great. Yeah. So my, my next question related to this, even if you can think back in your life, uh, when after you finish the Millionaire Mind Intensive, once you started applying these principles, I'm sure a lot of mind, mindset changes also would have happened uh, and uh, which could also have led to maybe you having a totally different circle of friends, different books, uh-huh. you read, uh, mm-hmm. maybe looking at the way other people in your family give advice in a different way because some people, you know, uh, so I just want to understand uh, how did you deal with uh, uh, the the whole process of change on with people that you've known from the past? Excellent. Good question. Thank you. I've said yes. what, yeah. So one of the things um, I was going to just mention is about environment. Mm-hmm. You see the, your, your one's environment is so critical to success right? because there are going to be people around you who are, do not have a success mindset. They may not have the goal, the same goals or aspirations that you have. Right. And if you've known these people for many years, guess what? It becomes a comfort zone. They want you to be the same as them. Mm. And so at some point, you've got to make a decision. Okay. Do the people that I surround myself with, are they helping me or are they hindering my success? Mm. And if they're helping you, and you're growing together, then stay to get, you know, spend more time with them and other people who will help you get, get on your journey. But if they are hindering you or hurting you or holding you back, you've got to make a conscious decision to spend less time with them. Okay. Now, as you know, Sid, 
there are family members and friends that will never go away. They're always going to be around. Yes. So we don't, want, we don't necessarily need to spend a lot of time with them, mm. but we just decrease the amount of time we spend with them because if we don't, their negativity or their way of thinking will still infect, mm. infect our way of thinking. But the, the, you realize that the more time you spend with um, like-minded individuals or success-minded individuals, mm. the greater your chances of success are. So environment is so, so important. Be careful as to who you take advice from. Mm. If the person you're taking advice from has the, the success, the money, the wealth, the income that you are looking for, they have the lifestyle that you're looking for, yeah, take their advice. But if they do not have what you are looking for, then be very careful on whatever advice they give you. Mm. Because if that's the advice they've given it, giving you, they, they, they'll be able to demonstrate that in their own life. That's awesome. So, yeah. So for me, I had to change my circle of friends and mm. spend less time with people. Yeah. There are people around me who were broke. And guess what? I was broke. So when I started changing, mm. uh, that, that all started to change as well in terms of my lifestyle started to change. Mm. I just wanted to quickly share, even after I attended the first MMI in India, when it, when it happened in Bangalore, uh, after the event, uh, you know, whenever people used to give me advice, it was, it was a feeling like I had a different set of a lens right now where I was able to gauge and see from where they were giving that advice. I was able oh, to see okay. the quality of their life and, and maybe they're just saying it uh, from their perspective, but it's not necessary that I have to take it, uh, you know, in me. So not that I would, I was uh, outrightly, outrightly uh, saying no to the advice, but I was able to gauge through a look or see through uh, where they're coming from, uh, you know, especially close family members and, uh, you know, and other, other people who may probably seem like well wishers, but, of course, they don't have that that abundance mentality or the or, or you know the success blueprint, like what you mentioned. That's right. Mm. That's right. Exactly. Mm. And, and yeah, people will often talk from their own perspective. Mm. Oh, don't do this, Sid. If you do that, you might lose your money. Don't do that. Guess what? The economy. But guess what? If you listen to those people, mm. then you will make decisions around that. I mean, so certainly listen to them, but you don't have to apply what they're saying. True. Yeah. Okay, Max. So, you know, thanks for that, uh, for those insights. And I want to go to a more on a lighter note, a lighter topic. Uh, want to ask you, uh, what's the lifestyle of an international speaker? What, what is it like? You know, I know your, <laughs> your calendar is booked for the next whole year. Uh, yeah. Let's just walk through what, what goes on in your life as an international speaker. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, so my, my schedule, we're in, yeah, we're in October now, but yeah, my schedule is uh, booked for the rest of the year. Mm. Um, and I'm going to be in, uh, I think, 10 different countries Wow, um, doing different things. So the lifestyle of the international speaker, some people think it's um, very glamorous. Mm. And, um, you know, but I think, yes, it can be glamorous. And I think, um, but... Also, it comes with mm. a lot of hard work. Uh, so I'll give you an example. In, in order to travel to another country to, to present, to talk, to, in my view, to change lives and help change lives, mm. I think um, 
for me, it takes a lot of preparation, a lot of thoughts as to, you know, where am I going? Okay, I'm going to this country, this city. Mm. What are the challenges there? What's going on there? So I'm going, I go with the intention of making sure I change lives mm. and help people to open up their minds to look, to say, look, you can live the lifestyle you want. Just apply certain key principles of life mm. in order for that to happen. Right. And some people say to me, people, some of my friends who are not, international speakers they say how how do you do it mac how do you travel to uh, a country you 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 travel two or three, you know two or three times a month to a different country and you do what you do and you come back and you carry on like nothing's happened mm. once someone said to me mac um you know jet lag do you suffer from jet lag and i said to them what what is that what is jet lag and they laughed because i don't have time to think about jet lag or whether I'm jet lagged. Mm. I come into a country, maybe sometimes I'll have it one day or so just to acclimatize or I'll get ready for the next day and I'll present for three days, four days, sometimes five days. Mm. Um, and it'll finish. Maybe I'll have a tour around the city just to get to know that city. Um, and, and then I'll fly back to London. Mm. And when I come back to London, uh, you know, it, it doesn't stop there because I can't, come to back home and say to my wife oh i've been busy on this tour for the last five mm. six days mm. um i'm going to stay in bed for uh, a day and um, and um no one disturbed me no mm. i land and often i will go and get my pick my kids up from school uh, i'll go and spend time or we go out for, for a family dinner or something but we'll spend time together mm. um because for me it's not just about the business of speaking, but it's, I have other business I need to oversee. I have different partners that I need to speak to. Uh, and the most important thing for me is my family. And when I land, it, it just, you know, my wife, you know, I love her to bits, but she doesn't really mm. care whether I've been on a tour for five or six days, but it's like, okay, we, 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 we still have a family. There's things to, things to be done. So I just go back to normal. Mm. But the most important thing for me is the reason why I do it yes. is that, you know, I, I want to transform lives. I want people to really live the life they want. And that's the most important thing. Mm. And I'll tell you this, Sid, the people who um, want to be international speakers just for the prestige or for the recognition or for, for the ego boosting, Mm. They do not last. I don't see them uh, lasting at all because they get tired. They're doing it for the wrong reasons. Um, for me, it's different. I'm doing it purely because I, I do my because it's my mission. So that's great, Mac. I actually, you know, there's. Uh, it's good that you describe the other side of uh, being an international speaker. It's just not about the glamour. It's about the hard work, and uh, you know, having the intention to really uh, be out there for the people and impact people's lives, which is what's going to take you the long way. So that's, that's a very interesting uh, you know, insight that I'm glad that you, that you shared with us. So my pleasure. Yeah. yeah. So who are people, your top? Some people don't realize that. Yes. <laughs> some people don't realize that it comes with hard work. Um, mm. It looks glamorous. Absolutely. Yeah. So as you say, who are my top? Your top mentors. Who do you, uh, you know, get inspiration from? Awesome. Thank you. A great question again. Um, I think, you know, it's all for me, it's, the people who have uh, really impacted my life, my business, uh, my relationships, the way I live my life the most. And those people are, 
in terms of mentors, those people are T. Harvecker, mm. um, Blair Singer, and yes. some of your listeners may know Blair Singer, some may not, mm. but he's, he's um, one of the rich dad advisors with Robert Kiyosaki mm. um, uh, in the arena of sales leadership and communications. Okay. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki as well, because I think he impacted my life in terms of um, wealth creation alongside mm. T.R. Vecca. Mm. And um, so those, those three, so I've said Robert Kiyosaki, T.R. Vecca, Blair Singer, and also uh, Les Brown as mm. well in terms of all the great work he's been doing um, and, and helping people. Um, so those, those people... Uh, in, in the personal development, business development world. The very first major speaker I saw was Anthony Robbins. Mm. And, and this was in the year 2000. Okay. And Anthony Robbins really opened my mind because I was sitting in the room with, about, I think it was about 5,000 people. Mm. And I was looking around thinking, are these people for real and I and and I was thinking well you know and I listened to him and I thought well it doesn't and I really didn't pay pay any um, attention I really didn't you know I went with a ride and listened and listened but I didn't take real no action no real action Uh, it wasn't until a few years later when I started suffering and Mm. I thought my life is not going great my my business is not going great things are not going great I realized in that moment that what he was saying now makes more sense. Mm. What he was saying was that something needs to change. And in that moment, when I was broke, over a hundred thousand US dollars in debt, not seeing my family, fully stressed out, I realized I, my mind had to change. And that's when I got onto this journey and started learning a lot more and, and, and taking serious, serious action, mm. not just playing and listening, but applying what I was learning, reading the books and applying what I was learning, going to the seminars and applying what I was learning rather than just listening and taking no action. Mm. That's, that's the key. Yeah. Getting the rubber on the road. Yes. Absolutely. So I'm curious to know with all the multiple things that you're doing, uh, you know, a, a completely booked calendar for the next year on your speaking engagements, running multiple businesses, I'm curious to know, how do you plan your day? You know, what time do you wake <laughs> up? <laughs> how do you allocate your time? I'm curious to know your routine. Okay, good question. So for me, I know what I'm doing every, in, in the evening. I kind of start thinking about my next day and I, I have things written out. I know exactly what I'm doing. Okay. Um, and there's usually two or three key things I want to get done that mm. next day. I don't, I don't have a long to-do list. I don't want a long to-do list. Okay. But I have one is a, is a key outcome list for the next day. Okay. Um, key people I need to speak to, the key actions I need to take, the mm. thing that's going to make the biggest impact that day. Mm. Um, and I, so I go to sleep about 11 p.m. at mm. night. I'm awake around 5.30, uh, 5.30, between 5.30 a.m. and 6 a.m. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. And then uh, for me in that, from that period until 7 a.m., it's very much taking care of myself. In other words, the exercise that I'm doing, I'm a fifth um, dan black belt in the martial art of Taekwondo. Wow. Uh, yeah, so first thing in the morning for me, I'm, um, I, I pray and meditate and mm. um, 
and start and then I visualize my day and then I do my uh, exercise my exercises physical exercises and then I I um make a juice uh, a vegetable um, vegetable blend juice you know and um, for me it's important for me to have the right nutrients into my body first thing in the morning mm. and so yeah so it's a specific way i create i make that and the specific uh, vegetables and some fruits uh, i use to make sure i have the right nutrients and then my my kids will be generally up around 7 a.m or slightly before mm. and when they're up there's no way i can <laughs> so then my attention is on them uh, mm. my intention for the family um, getting ready for school mm. um, all that kind of stuff so that that's really uh, the night before and the morning preparation really sets up sets up my whole day if, I, if those things are not if i don't do get those things set up the way i want it really i'm playing on luck for the rest of the day because things happen and i get sidetracked into things i shouldn't be doing mm. uh, yeah so that that's really i think my morning setup is critical for critical for the rest of the, for the whole day that's awesome you know interestingly you know i've interviewed maybe easily over 10 or 15 uh, you know, successful millionaires entrepreneurs and mm. it all comes down to the same principle which you've just mentioned which is your hour of power in the morning like as to, right right know, making yes. sure that that you really give it give it that uh, give it all you got in that first morning part which is meditation and uh, a physical exercise aspect and in your case yeah. martial arts I see the same pattern in, in everyone that I've interviewed. So okay. That's awesome. Great. So on a, on a more lighter note, what kind of fun stuff do you like to do besides working hard? You know, things well, like, you like to take your family out. Do you do any adventure sports? I don't know. What, what, what are your yeah, other passions? Sure, yeah. I mean, you say working hard. Nowadays, I, I don't work hard at all. Yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, I intentionally, I intentionally don't work hard. I work smart. Nice. I know exactly what i'm doing day to day you know my people say oh you've got a full uh, international speaking gig and all that but i love all that i love for me it's my mission so it's not even work yes um, i'll do that whether i get paid or not i'll still do that it's so for me um, work must be fun and i enjoy my work i enjoy my businesses mm. when i'm not doing that i spend a lot of time with my family you know for us it's about vacations and traveling to other different parts of the world and um, it's also about, so we recently we went to Brazil, Rio. We'd never been there before. Nice. And that was an amazing experience. We love that. We love it there. We'll go back there again. Um, and uh, going out for, for dinner, for lunches together. Um, I have a date night with my, my wife once a week. So we get um, to spend some time together, especially when I travel and I come back. The first thing is we need to have lunch together or we have dinner together um, in my, personally, what I do is my main passion, um, which has been for the last over 30 years is martial arts. Mm. And, um, and I train in the martial arts. Um, and I've been doing that. I became a, I'm a fifth Dan black belt. I'm a former UK in the UK champion in that. Wow. So it's something I've, I've done since my teens um, and I've always been doing so th th that's for me family and also doing what I love doing um, and often it involves family the whole actually the whole family now practices um, 
all five of us practice martial arts as well. So it's, it's fun. Wow. Wow. That's so nice. Uh, you know, Mac, and I know we've come to the end of this podcast. I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for sharing such amazing insights of your personal journey of those principles, uh, you know, that, that you shared, which all of us can imbibe. I'm sure all your audiences, listeners out there, you would have found this podcast uh, so valuable. So, uh, which is leading me to the next question, you know, what is your next on your schedule? Where would, where can people find you? Uh, what would you like them to do right now? Oh, interesting. I mean, so people certainly connect with me. They connect with me on my Facebook um, fan page. Um, so yeah, feel free to go to Mac Atram. Um, Mac Atram. You can go to macatram.com. You can go to uh, Mac Atram Facebook fan page and connect me with me there. That, that's absolutely fine. Um, sure. I'll definitely give the links below on this blog. Uh, so all, all of you listeners out there, please connect with him on his website, uh, follow him on his fan page. And, uh, and let's talk about Millionaire Mind Intensive. You know, how important is it for someone to you know, take that time off and go through these three, three days of, of, uh, of this particular event, which you're going to be driving forward, I'm sure in India, many parts of India. Yeah, which I, I'm looking forward to doing. I love India. Yes. Um, you know, when I was broke and I, I, I had no money and I was you know, heavy in debt, and you know, when I said to people that I'm going from London to, to Los Angeles to do a three-day program, mm. people said to me, Mac, are you mad? Are you crazy? Why, why would you do that? And I had a feeling that they, based on what I'd heard from T.R. Vecco's um, audios and videos, I thought, this guy knows what he's doing. Um, it's certain this, that's the first time I've heard um, about money blueprints and, and, and wealth success mindset put that way. And I'm glad I went for the three days. And if I hadn't, I don't know where my life would be now. Mm-hmm. As I said, those three days change everything in my mindset. And within 18 months, I was financially free by applying a lot of the things I was learning. Mm. So should people be there? Yes. For me, I think it, being there, applying everything we're teaching you will be one of the highlights of your life. If you apply and participate fully, be one of your key highlights of your life. So I highly, highly recommend it. If your life is not where you want it to be, mm. if you don't have the kind of relationships that you really want. If your money or your financial um, results are not where you want it to be, if you don't have much peace or, or balance in your life, I highly recommend you come to the three-day Millionaire Mind Intensive. I will be there and we are certainly, certainly going to transform your life. That's awesome, Mac. So thank you so much once again for your time. And uh, you know, all listeners out there, keep watching out for more of my podcast where I would be interviewing uh, many such entrepreneurs who have uh, and, and their journey of success in, uh, and so that it can inspire you to live a much more fulfilled and uh, purposeful life. So thanks once again, Mac. And uh, you know, it's been great viewing you. Welcome. Thank you for inviting me. You're a great host and I enjoyed your show. Thank you very much. Take care. Okay, I hope you found this podcast useful and inspiring. If yes, I would like you to go to my website, siddhartharajshikha.com and subscribe to my latest podcast, which will come to your mailbox for free. Okay, you can also catch this podcast on SoundCloud. You can just go and search for Business Impact Podcast on SoundCloud. 
and uh, even possibly write a review on iTunes uh, if you really found this inspiring and uh, you know get more people uh, to listen to this and change the course of their lives so uh, that's my sign off message keep uh, watching out for more of my episodes thanks and uh, you've been awesome Thank you.